Do you want your specific person to be utterly obsessed with you and just worship the ground you walk on? If that's where you're at, hey, no judges. This is your world. Do with it what you please. I am simply here to help you understand where to put your thoughts and focus to achieve whatever it is that you want in your life. In this episode, we're talking about how to make someone obsessed with you and also the potential karmic backlash you may receive from manifesting a specific person in this way. Stay tuned. What is up my fellow dreamers and soul searchers? Thank you for joining me here for another episode of Roxy Talks, where we discuss confidence, mindset, manifestation, and more. I'm Roxy Lee. I'm a mindset coach, and I'm here to help you banish your negative thinking and limiting beliefs so you can bring love, clarity, and joy into your life. If you're interested in getting that specific person, check out my Manifest a Specific Person workshop. It's a nine-module course designed to help you do exactly that, and it will help you get to the bottom of whatever it is that is standing in your way between you and the love of your life. You can sign up for that workshop at my website, roxytalks.com. I've also got exclusive merch, podcasts, and other workshops and courses at my website, roxytalks.com. Of course, that link is in the description below. You can also join me on social media. I am on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Now, before we get into this video, please hit the subscribe button and click the notification bell so you never miss an update. And if you're feeling generous, please like and share. That helps us reach as many people as possible, and everyone deserves to know that they are in complete control of their reality. So how do you make someone obsessed with you? And part two, is that bad? These are things that we talk a lot about in this community. There's a, this idea of, of course, you can have anyone you want. And if that's the case and you can have them how you want them, then of course you should be able to have them eating out of the palm of your hand, right? And then you have the other side who say, okay, that's fucking terrible. You're a bad person. You're a bad dating coach. I've just recently been asked this question, is it bad karma? Will you have some sort of retaliation energetically for doing this because it goes against a person's free will? Well, if you've ever watched a video of mine before, you know that the free will argument for me doesn't really hold weight when it comes to manifesting a specific person or manifesting anything really because there are so many multiple versions. I don't want to use the word infinite, but certainly too many to count versions of every single person out there. So if the version I have of them now, I don't really like, or they don't really like me. So, and okay, I'm not going to manipulate them. I have no interest in changing that person's mind. What I do have an interest in is manifesting them to be a different version. Out of all those near infinite versions, there's definitely going to be a whole bunch of them that are already on board with what I'm thinking. That's where I want to go. I'm not interested at all in trying to convince someone else of my value. No. Nope. If you don't see it, Thanks for letting me know because I'm not manifesting you correctly. That's about it. It's not you, it's me, and I'm fine with that. But I'm gonna take that opportunity to see that I am allowing someone else to think anything less than me than I would prefer, and I'm gonna switch that thought up, and I'm gonna intend that, you know what, actually, no. The people in my life see my value, they respect me, they wanna be around me, they like what I have to say, they think I'm amazing, think I'm beautiful, whatever. It doesn't matter. I can say whatever I want. And I'm not taking away your free will because I'm not gonna make you like me. I don't wanna make you do anything. What I am gonna do, though, is use the power in my mind to only think of you and consider you as somebody who's my biggest fan. And that's not me 
forcing you to do anything. I'm not doing anything. I'm thinking of you only in the way that suits me best. No harm, no foul. You can't even hear my thoughts. So what are you worried about? I'm going to consider you somebody that can't get enough. Worships the ground I walk on. Showers me with attention. We'll get to the obsessed part here in a second. I'm going to describe this person as they've never met anyone like me. They're in awe by me. They're inspired by me. I'm their muse. They think about me all day long. They wake up in the middle of the night wondering what I'm thinking. They have dreams about me. It doesn't really matter what I think, right? Whatever you want someone to feel about you, describe them in that way. And not just them, but anybody that you might be romantically interested in. Because there are multiple, uncountable, unfathomable numbers of versions of reality and versions of your person. You don't have to worry about free will or manipulation because you're not doing anything to the current version that you have. You're not doing anything to the version that doesn't want to be with you or isn't showing you attention or whatever we're talking about. The current version you don't like so much, we are letting that one be and just go do your thing. Go run run in a meadow somewhere. I don't really care what you do. Just don't, I don't need to see you anymore. I'm done with you. Goodbye. Right? I don't, I'm over you. I don't, I'm not going to waste my effort trying to make someone like me who doesn't want to like me or trick someone into wanting to spend more time with me. No, I don't have time for that. What I do have time for is choosing only high quality thoughts. And that includes thoughts about people. So I'm only going to consider people to, again, love who I am and what I have going on. If I allow myself to listen to their opinions that don't line up to that story, I'm losing. Their opinion of me is irrelevant and changes nothing about me unless I allow it. And that includes what comes next for me. That even includes what they do next in my reality. Because in my reality, I have the pick of the litter. In your reality, you have the pick of the litter. And luckily, somehow, we get to coexist and each have that control in our own reality without infringing upon or stepping on anyone else's toes. Think about this little cute analogy, okay? I'm in my own little bubble. Each of us are in our own little bubble, our own little bubble of the universe, our own little area where we are in control of everything. I have free will inside of my bubble of where I go, what happens to me, and what kind of people I come in contact with. If your free will bubble and my free will bubble line up together, then we can mesh or coexist. If my free will bubble doesn't line up to the free will bubble that you're in right now, then I'm going to come in contact with a different version of you in a different free will bubble who's already choosing the thought or the reality or the feeling that I want you to choose. And how do these versions get hatched? According to the scientists, it's kind of like that, you know, you take a left, you take a right, that splits off into two realities, there's two versions. And every single time you've made a decision or done anything, you have split yourself off into these different branches of reality. Okay. That's one of the theories. So if every decision that you've ever been faced with has branched you off into a different version and you're just simply living out this reality where you chose the right hand, turn it Albuquerque, then it goes to think that even just one small difference can shift someone on a completely different trajectory and put them in a different place mentally right now than 
I might be in this reality. Even if it's the tiniest thing, like yesterday I had a burrito and today I had a sandwich, I don't know, it's it's still going to be slight differences, right? So this is why we can choose different versions that are slightly different or wildly different because every single person has branches, trillions of versions that you can choose from. And the way you choose is by the way you define them and narrate essentially your interaction or your feelings surrounding this person. If you control the way you think about them and the quality of thought that you have in regards to them and any other person, then you control which version of them you receive. You don't just receive your autopilot's version. Whatever you've been manifesting without your knowledge up until this point, they kind of fit that role. They're going to play out what programming you have written. But if you're conscious of that, you can shape the way that they show up to you. It's like whittling. If they're the way you like them, great. If they're not, chisel away. Chisel, chisel, chisel. Chip, 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 chip. I don't whittle. I don't know. Do whatever you got to do. Shape it, shape it, shape it with your language and the way you perceive them and they become different. Not because you're changing them, not because you're manipulating them, because there's tons of different versions of them that you can have and you're just simply picking better and better every time. Now, if that's the case, where's the karmic issue? There is no karmic issue. This is your opportunity. You can do this. You have the power and the ability to select different versions of them. In fact, you're already doing it. You just don't realize it. This is just you doing it with intention, choosing instead of just getting. So there's no karmic debt that you're going to have to pay off. This isn't about you manipulating or doing something out of someone's will. This is just about you allowing yourself to live the life that you want to live. And you are allowed that. You are allowed to choose the life. You are not destined to whatever it is that you already have. That's not true. So don't fall into that trap. So now that we've discussed that, how do we make them obsessed, right? Okay. Here comes Roxy giving you a video about something and not even telling you the thing. Well, I don't like using the word obsessed because I talk about language, right? I teach that the language, the words you use, the way you describe your situation, how you narrate your story, the damage control, whatever, the language you are using is what is manifesting. That's my personal belief. So if you use a word like obsessed, not good. That's scary to me. That's scary. You might not know this. I was a criminal justice minor. Okay, that's what. I, that's the other thing I studied in college besides behavioral science. Obsession is not a healthy emotion. So if you want someone to be obsessed with you, can we use some better quality words? That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying anything bad. I'm not saying don't do it. I'm saying let's describe that feeling without using a word that can turn dangerous or who doesn't really matter. Obsession is not necessarily what we're going after. We want connection. We want communication, love, dedication, understanding, non-judgment. Someone to have your back. Someone to be your cheerleader. Take care of you. Treat you with kindness. Respect you. Tell you you're beautiful and adorable. Share their life with you. Make you feel amazing physically, mentally, and emotionally. That's what you want. Okay? So, all those things I just said, 
That's how you shape your language to get someone to be obsessed with you. We describe what it is that you actually want. I really would shy away from using the affirmation that someone is obsessed with you. Again, we can say that in a multitude of ways that don't have such a dangerous connotation. And maybe this is just big sis coming out, but I don't like to use the words like obsessed or crazy about me. They're dying to blah, blah, blah. We don't want to put that kind of stuff on people. So they worship the ground I walk on. Now, in my opinion, maybe that's just the way I think of words. To me, worship the ground I walk on sounds the same as like obsessed, but without that dangerous quality or without that like too far in the opposite direction quality. Maybe that's just me. They shower you with attention. You're their favorite person in the world. They'll do anything for you. They're always there for you. They always anticipate your needs. They know exactly what you want. They can't get enough of you. They talk about you to all your friends. They talk about you to their family. They're planning the wedding themselves, whatever. Think about what it would look like to have your crush or your person be obsessed with you. What does that actually mean to you? And then build out your story from there. Take that idea of what it means to have someone obsessed with you and then use that to create your affirmations around it and create the story instead of saying that they're obsessed. This is just my personal opinion. I know this is a really hot topic in the manifesting community, so... I wanted to kind of talk about it just because it is a, a pocket area of, of something that I could see that could go, you know, too far in the wrong direction. I've definitely manifested stuff that I didn't want because of the way I was describing it and the words I was using to shape it. So my advice is just to be careful with these things because your words are extremely powerful and they're creating your world in every single moment. So I want you to comment down below. I can have absolutely anything I want. I can have absolutely anything I want. And the reason why I want you to use this affirmation today is because if you want someone to be obsessed with you, easy. If you want someone to fall in love with you, easy. If you want to fall in love with yourself, easy. Because you can have anything that you want in your world and it's easy for you. So you use that language. You say these things. You make it a habit to think that way about yourself so that your world can show up that way to you. Now, if you'd like help getting to the point where this is a practice for you, check out my 30 Days of Alignment Challenge. I do have a free version and a paid version. The free version will absolutely help you get there. That's what I did to change my life, honestly. But in the paid version, I'm there with you. 30 videos for 30 days. I'm your cheerleader. It's a little pep talk in the morning to kind of get you through and focus your attention so that you can make this process stick even better. You can check out either version of the 30 Days of Alignment at my website, roxytalks.com. I've also got exclusive merch, podcasts, and other workshops and courses that you can sign up for at my website, roxytalks.com. Don't forget to join me on social media. I'm on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And you can join my Facebook group, Black Moon Society. It's a great community for like-minded people who are helping each other manifest. Here on the Roxy Talks channel, I go live every Monday at noon-ish PST for Q&A. And I've got brand new videos out every Tuesday through Friday. So make sure you subscribe and hit the bell notification so you never miss an update. And if you're feeling generous, please like and share. That helps us reach as many people as possible and everyone deserves to know that they are in complete control of their reality. We're all raising our vibrations together. You have the power. I believe in you.